everybody. Welcome to Seattle Spiritual. This is Guru Michelle, and we're here with what? Jimmy Yu. Jimmy Yu. <laughs> he is an amazing life coach, transformational coachitionist, and he is an author of four books now. He is going to share with us today a little bit more about how to enrich your life with this last book he wrote, and also the availability he's able to give today with coaching in a way that's really life-changing. Right. And that for us is really exciting. Life changes that actually cultivate who we are and help us grow. And that's what CL Spiritual really likes to share with you about. So what can you share with us today, James? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. I always love coming on your podcast. It's always filled with light and love. Thank you. And you are amazing and you really make a difference. So thank you for the opportunity. Unfortunately, out of the books that I wrote, my most popular is Anxiety and Depression. Mm. And we're living in a day and age where often people are just in a perpetual state of anxiety and depression. Mm. And in my research, I often uncovered, even in my own life, why is it that the wealthy are often more stressed and depressed than those making a lot less, right? We always think that money buys happiness, mm -mm. right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how is that possible to have financial freedom and depression? It just doesn't seem to go together. But in my research, it's very common. Mm -hmm. In fact, over 95% in some research studies that I've uncovered actually show those who are multimillionaires and billionaires are often more depressed than those making in poverty. And there was a study that came out that was interesting in researching my book. And it was measuring happiness based on you know, the amount of money. So someone coming from poverty to $50,000 a year, their level of happiness was significant, double digit, right? Those going from 50,000 to half a million dollars a year, their level of happiness only increased in the single digits. So why is that, you think? Well, it's once you get past your essential basic needs of mm -hmm. living, right? Mm -hmm. Food, shelter, sheets on your bed, food in your fridge, clothes on your back, then everything else, the stuff, really brings more problems. And it's true, more money. Yeah, and I think the one word that was interesting that kept coming up in my research was your perspective. Perspective, right? Right, attitude. And so, yeah. again, so let's go into it. I mean, you've got another uh, individual up here pretty soon. Yes. Let's talk about the three reasons that I uncovered why the millionaires and the billionaires are okay. often more stressed and depressed. Reason number one is because they lost the battle in their digestive health, right? And I know I've talked to this on other podcasts with you. This is what it means. There's a hundred trillion microbes duking it out for dominance in our digestive gut, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And often most people um, are walking around with what we call a gut dysbiosis or basically a flora, right? It's the bacteria cultures in your digestive system that they've lost that battle because there's more bad that have overtaken the good. Well, how does that happen? Well, people who are affluent and successful often have more opportunities for drugs and alcohol, right? And living a toxic lifestyle, unfortunately. So the other thing is that just like every single cell organism on this planet, right? Every single cell wants to do two things. They want to procreate and mutate. And we saw that play out with COVID. And now COVID has been around for only three, four years, and it's mutated three, four times. Now, our gut microbiome has been around for hundreds of thousands of years. 
and they've mutated to the point where they now collectively get together in the trillions, release an inflammatory chemical or a compound that suppresses serotonin. Mm -hmm. And serotonin is what? Our happy hormone. It is actually also called our super hormone. And in my research in my book, well, what's a super hormone? Well, it has many functions, not just putting you in a good mood. It helps pass food, mm -hmm. right? Helps with digestion, most importantly, healing. And it helps you get a good night's sleep because serotonin is the building blocks, the material that melatonin is made from. How do we combat this bacteria? Right. So we're going to talk about that, but we're going to uncover the two other reasons, right? Uh, okay. So the second reason um, that most of the wealthy are super depressed is that they've spent all their time working on their external things, right? And most people, mm. doesn't matter if you're wealthy or poor, they often place a lot of value on external things mm. to be able to bring their happiness. For an example, mm. I'll feel abundant when I win the lottery, right? <laughs> or I make millions of dollars. Or... Do you know most of those people end up dead? Yes, and it's because they're subconscious, um, and we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. Uh, it's their belief system, that they don't deserve it, mm. right? Mm. And because we're wired and fired all differently, and I'm gonna explain that in a little bit. But the other reason why, again, is because of the simple fact that when you're firing wiring on this program, right? you're programmed to a way to say, hey, look, you know, I'm not going to feel love until I'm in a relationship. So I'm always in a perpetual state of lack or waiting for something to happen mm -hmm. to guarantee that I'll be happy. But the problem is that it never makes you happy. Correct. Yeah. Because Pretty happy, right? Right. Yeah. Is self-love first. Right. Thank right? you for that. And I know that's easy to say, but it's hard to do. But it's easy once you get in the habit of practicing that. In a little bit, I'm going to talk to you why and how to do that. Um, so they're firing and wiring a belief system. Now, look, we have two brains. And we talked about this. We have the subconscious, which is the habitual brain. And then we have the conscious brain. Right. And so the subconscious, basically, when we were born, we were born with an empty hard drive. It had to put a program in there. Mm -hmm. And so where did these programs come from, these wealthy individuals? And that came from their parents, their friends, their family, their experiences, the trauma that they experienced in their lives. Over time, thoughts, emotions over time create a belief, both negative or positive bias towards a thing. For an example, if you feel that you don't deserve love, that's your belief. Right. And no matter how hard you consciously think of, right, I want to be happy, I want to be in love, your subconscious says, hold on, let me pull up that program and sabotages you. And I get a lot of uh, women in my practice that are wealthy and they always feel that they pick the wrong men, right? They say that their picker is off. I've heard that. And it's not their picker, it's their subconscious belief that they feel that they don't deserve love or whatever the situation that happened in their past. The good news mm -hmm. is you can change that and we're gonna talk about how to do that. Mm -hmm. And then thirdly, is the reason why the wealthy are often more stressed and depressed is because they have built up what I'm phrasing as retail therapy resistance and also gratitude suppression. And so what retail therapy resistance is, is as you know, when you're an alcoholic, you have to drink more, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. When you're addicted to sugar, you have to eat more, right? Salt, the whole thing. Our body builds up a resistance to everything right. if oh, we get too much of it. <laughs> more shopping, right? Oh, right. Wow. And yeah. 
citing that example that I used about someone going from poverty to 50,000, someone actually, you know, saving up enough money to buy a pair of shoes mm -hmm. and maybe throw in some socks that is living from paycheck to paycheck. They put on those shoes and those socks and you'd have thought they won the lottery, right? Mm -hmm. They feel so amazing as opposed to someone who has been worked all their life. They build their, their net worth and they're financially free and they have their assistant go down and pick out four pairs of shoes in various different colors, bring it to the house, put it on. They don't give it a thought. They have to buy bigger and better things in order to fill that dopamine, that serotonin, that happy feel good thing. So they build up a resistance and they often get depressed because they're like, look, I only have 50 million and the friends that I hang out with have bigger boats and they have 200 million or a billion. Mm -hmm. Right, so they put so much emphasis on external things. Compare and despair, and not enough gratitude. Do you think? One hundred percent. Well, mm -hmm. it's just the gratitude is off, so we're suppressing it, right? Mm -hmm. And often in my research, the wealthy have a bad habit. Positively, they file it in the back of the mind, and that's because they're wiring and firing on that program, that belief that they don't feel like they deserve it subconsciously, even though they're super wealthy, right? Mm -hmm but they file that and they often put the negativity in the forefront of their brain. And I, I just want to stop and say, this isn't everyone, this is just in general, based on what you took a look at with studying. Right. So in this research, it was mostly the affluent, right? And it doesn't matter how many zeros you have your bank account, we all suffer equally, right? Mm -hmm. So these are examples that I've uncovered that are specifically affecting those that are wealthy. And it's pretty significant. So let's now talk about the three steps that I've developed to actually increase your level of happiness Yay! and peace. Right? <laughs> we because we want two things. And when we're wealthy, and I know per firsthand that we place all this you know, stuff as value, right? Mm -hmm. And when I lost my businesses, I was super depressed because I went from hero to zero. Right. And it caused me to reach out to learn what I call raise your vibration of gratitude and be grateful for the littlest things. Mm -hmm. And you focus on that in one of my books, it's called Gratitude Glass. And I talk about magnifying the, the little things, right? The little things, like how many times have we thought about that cozy carpet that keeps our feet warm in the winter and nice and cool in the summer. We don't even think about, we're not even grateful for that, but mm -hmm. wow, right? And when you reduce things down to what I call the ridiculous, like a pair of uh, socks or shoes or whatever it is, and you really focus and magnify that, it's amazing. So it uh, reprograms yeah, and rewires your, your belief system. So step one, um, take back your gut. Now we've lost the war, <laughs> right? Most of us watching this, are in a, in a gut dysbiosis and it's affecting their mood. It's affecting their sleep. And you know, when you don't sleep, it doesn't matter how rich you are, you will be depressed, mm -hmm. right? I know firsthand, you know firsthand, yeah. you don't get a good night's sleep. Vital. Vital, right? Yeah. And so then they reach out to drugs, right? Sleep medication and alcohol. Oh, bad, yeah. And I know many clients that are very wealthy that I'm consulting that they drink themselves to go to sleep. Right? They have to have their alcohol before they go to, but it's a slippery slope, right? But they're not addressing the root cause. They're addressing the symptoms. So what's really going on? <coughs> Why am I not sleeping and they're just putting a band-aid? Well, it's because your serotonin has been 
suppressed big time. So how do we get that back? Well, we do some time-restricted eating and letting the digestive system rest and reset itself. Love it. I do right? that. Yeah, like mm-hmm, intermittent fasting. Correct. Okay. And so the other thing is, is, is that you want to start eating, you know, single ingredient whole foods, right? You want to uh, feed yeah. the good guys. Yeah. Because we're feeding the bad guys and they're thriving. They're setting up hotels, motels. They're having a big party at your expense and they're not inviting you. Now, taking your gut health back is very important. And the next stage is supplementing or to top off, right? What you're lacking. Now, since we're in a dysbiosis or a more bad gut bacteria than good, well, we need to send in the probiotics. And I call them the super troopers for a reason, right? And so these super troopers are essentially the good guys, the soldiers that's going to help take back your gut and start releasing their grip on your suppression of serotonin. Because without serotonin, you're not going to get there in that level of happiness. Gosh, yeah, that's a good point. Wait, um, is there food that can give me probiotics that I can actually eat instead of just like a, a, a pill? Right. So that's a great question. And often I am a big proponent as being a certified nutrition and functional diagnostic practitioner. I'm a big fan of getting your medicine from food. And so one of the things is, yes, fiber, which is called inulin food, right? Fiber. The average person needs about 20 to 30 grams of fiber. Unfortunately, we're stripping fiber from everything and they're getting about three to five grams. So we need good fiber. Well, what is fiber? Well, it's nuts. It's uh, green, leafy greens. It's cereals. It's grains. You know, fruit? It's fruits, fruit, right? right? So you, whole foods. Right. And look, bottom line is this. You need to, like I said, eat single ingredient, less processed, right? Foods, not all the time, right? Not be a freak about it, but some of the time and most of the time. And I wrote about it in chapter six of my book is the 80-20 rule. Just be clean, you know, 80% of the time Mm -hmm. and just enjoy your life 20%. And that's a good balance. That's like Monday through Friday. You're working, stay focused. Step number two is very effective and I developed it. It's called transformational breathing technique Mm. or TBT. Love it. And the reason why I say that is because as I mentioned, the subconscious brain is a habitual brain. It only learns habitually, right? Right. So thoughts, emotions, trauma, things over time collect either a negative or positive bias or belief. Right. Right. And so transformational means you're being thrown darts, negative darts, right? All day long, 24-7, all day, every day saying you don't deserve this, you don't deserve that, (laughs) you're not this, you're not that. Right. Insecure, neurotic, and emotional. (laughs) Right. Thanks. And thank you for saying that. So whenever you have, and look, in my research, those who are wealthy, on average, are having 60,000 thoughts a day. Right? 60,000 thoughts a day, and a large percentage of them are self-deprecating. Right? You don't, you're not this, you're not that. You're too big, you're too fat. Yeah, bad, you're you're not allowed. Right. Mm -hmm. Just constant, and I call it, look, you're being bitch slapped all day long. Mm-hmm. Right, just constantly being beaten down, right? And no wonder we're depressed because we have that negative bias, that self belief, that self sabotaging program that is firing and wiring the same thing. Look, as I said earlier, your subconscious, your beliefs are forged when you're young. Mm-hmm. And by the time you're 30 years old, you're firing and wiring that program, 
right? No matter what. So the thoughts that you had at your 30th birthday are going to be the same thoughts as your 31st, your 32nd, and so on and so forth. The same actions, the same emotions. Unless we do the inner work, right? Correct. Because... The breath work, which we're about to talk right. about. But I'm mm -hmm. saying that you are firing and wiring the same thoughts over again. You're recycling them day after day. You're going to wake up tomorrow with the same negative darts. So can we try the breath? Yep. Concept? So when you have a negative thought, Mm -hmm. And on average, and the reason why breath work is so effective, and we're going to learn about the biology about it, right? Yes. But the average person will have up to seven, 17,000 breaths a, a day, right? So the average person <laughs> is breathing about 17,000 breaths per day. And if we're having a lot of negative thoughts, I'm hoping that if you want to transform your life, that you apply this principle and it's very simple. Anytime that you have a thought about a stupid mistake in your past, right? Something that doesn't serve you or a negative situation that you're going into, right? Or fear of future. I get this with my clients a lot. Mm -hmm. They are constantly evaluating what ifs, right? What if this happens? What if that happens, right? And we're leaving the most precious gift, which is the present and being grateful for all the things in our bubble. I call it a positivity bubble, mm -hmm. right? And when you live in that bubble, so the breathing work is simple. So whenever you have a negative thought, I want you to deep breathe through your nose aggressively and whatever it is that you're trying to solve and everyone's different. So when I bring on a client, I uncover what it is that they want, need a desire, mm -hmm. right? And so if someone wants love, or wants more confidence, right? Or wants to be happy or wants to have peace or wants to have the most amazing life. I call it squeezing the juice out of life, right? If I have the financial means and I'm financial freeze, I want to squeeze as much juice out before I go, right? And so with this concept, when you're breathing in, I want you to think whatever it is that you want to solve. For an example, I am happy. And you use a programming language that the brain is like a biocomputer. It knows code. Code is repetitive information or words. But a mantra. 100%. Yeah. So a mantra. So if you want to achieve, every time you're, you have a negative thought, you breathe in, I am confident. I am happy. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. I am abundant. Mm -hmm. Right? Or if you want to solve a problem, if you have a physical problem or some kind of problem, you say these 10 magic words. And it says, thank you for showing me that this issue has been resolved. Thank you for showing me that this issue has been solved. Or everything goes your way. Mm -hmm. Right? And I have clients saying this all the time when they breathe in negative negativity. They breathe. They breathe in everything goes their way. And they exhale anything that doesn't serve them is negative. And the problem with most people in trauma, it's hard to let go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when you do this transformation, this habitual work of breathing, mm -hmm. most throughout the day, look, you got 17,000 breaths a day. I'm hoping you're doing a majority of those breath work and, and not losing the opportunity to rewire and fire a new program that vibrates a new frequency that attracts a new experience in your life Love of happiness and peace. Love it. Right? Yeah. Because it comes down to this. Look, we are all beings of vibration and frequency. Mm -hmm. You know this as being a spiritual leader. Mm -hmm. And I have clients, you know, that are wealthy that can't find great guys or great girls. And it's because their belief is that they don't deserve it or whatever. Right? Whatever it is. And we uncover that. Um, but 
here's what's happening. Whatever your belief is, it's wiring and firing. It's subconsciously because the subconscious is on autopilot. 95% of all emotions, thoughts, reactions on an autopilot. And it's that way because of efficiency. Mm -hmm. The brain can't possibly function and collect all the data, sight, sounds. I mean, just smells a day, sights a day are in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of bits of data, how to move this, do that. It's all automated. Right. So it's for efficiency period. Mm -hmm. And so the person that feels that they don't deserve it, then their perspective is, and they're vibrating a frequency, a song, and I call everyone has a song, right? Mm -hmm. Either happy song or the sad dance song, right? <laughs> I want a happy dance. Right. And so <laughs> when I feel I don't deserve love or I have a trouble being in a relationship, it's I'm vibrating, I'm broken. I'm vibrating, I, I don't deserve love. And so the people that are listening to that are like, oh, she's broken. I can take advantage of her, right? So those are the men, yeah. right? those are the men that are attracted to her and she thinks she's picking them, but she's really sending Call out a vibration sure. that is attracting. Now, right. if we work on self-love, right? Mm -hmm. And we say, hey, look, instead of worried about being on a date on Saturday night or being, you know, wine and dine or whatever, how about take yourself out to dinner? Mm -hmm. How about take yourself out to a movie. How about make love to yourself? And I guarantee you, if you work on yourself and you're committed and you have this bias over time, you're going to fall in love with yourself. Yay. Right? Mm -hmm. And when we're in love with ourselves, guess what kind of song we're singing? We're singing a vibrational song that is just amazing. And people are like, damn, I want to hear that. And that's where we have our it. rock stars, right? right? Mm -hmm. That it doesn't matter what they look like, mm -hmm. right? They are singing a vibration, a song, right? Vibration of freedom. Mm -hmm. So it's so important to work on yourself and that includes happiness, right? Here's what's happening biologically when you're doing the breath work. One, we live in a perpetual state of fear and anxiety and so we're not breathing correctly. Right, reverse breathing, giving our power away. And so we're breathing like this, stress, 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 Shallow. right? Mm -hmm. Oxygen is second to food and water. It is critical for health of brain health, everything, yeah. right? So when you're doing the breathing exercise, I never leave an opportunity on the table not to, if I have a sigh, most people sigh, mm -hmm. I'm like, get in the habit of sigh with purpose, right? Breathe <laughs> in abundance, breathe in everything goes your way, Breathe in thank you and breathe in the most important three letter words. I love you and do this when you wake up, do this with your break work, breath work, and you will see over time, your subconscious will say, look, stop saying that. I will make it true. I'm getting sick and tired of you bugging me. And so it <laughs> wants to run on an automatic bias, uh -huh. right? It wants to be a tape recorder so it doesn't have to process crap. Yeah. And the good news is that when you do this breath work and you do these uh, steps that I'm about to teach and preach, the last third one, is over time it becomes a habit. So our subconscious makes a record of it and it becomes that which comes forward on autopilot. Like, like it's automatically, I love my life and I am loving my life. And I mean, you know, what I have learned to be true is my inner world is creating my outer world. So anything I'm complaining about in my outer world is a product of what I've created on this inner world. So 100%. You know, it's just, and, um, and so it's interesting because I've been pe preaching this for a while and uh, I had an epiphany the other day and I had to really kind of share this with you is that 
I stopped and think, I hadn't had a negative thought today. Nice. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. So it happens automatically, right? If you do the work, if you're committed and you're consistent, do the breath work. So as we said, step one, take back your battlefield, right? Win that right. war right. on your gut, bad gut bacteria. Mm -hmm. Step number two, right? is the breathing transformation. Every time you have a negative thought, replace it with a positive what you want, right? Happiness, mm -hmm, peace, mm -hmm. love, confidence, whatever it is. Anxiety, be gone. Thank you for showing me that this issue has been resolved. Mm -hmm. And I work with my clients that way, whatever they're suffering from. Love and it. thirdly, the gratitude glass, right? So this is a night mantra. And when we go to bed, and Thomas Edison said this best, never lose out on an opportunity before you rest to make a request to the subconscious on what it is that you want for the next day. Mm -hmm. In order for you to win the day, you have to win the night by manifesting what it is that you want. And how we do that is we lay our head to rest. And I want you to think about and focus on all the things that went right in your day. That I'm grateful for, uh, yeah, and the small things collectively take it all in and feel in the gratitude. Okay, right. And I, I so much love my sheets and my bed <laughs> and my pillows. That's and I have to say, every time I go to bed, I am so like moaning, going, "How blessed I am!" Mm -hmm. Right. And it doesn't cost a lot of money to have these great cozy sheets, right? Mm -hmm. But it does take work and consistency for you right before you go to bed to say how blessed you are on all things. You got a great smile, a great laugh, you had a great walk, uh, you saw a bird, whatever it is, magnify the smallest little things and focus on that, period, mm -hmm. end of story. Um, the other thing is I said, the Thomas Edison thing, and this is very true. And this is essentially what you wanna do is you want to envision how you want the next day to go or whatever it is that you want to acquire need or desire in your life whatever that is i want you to manifest it with the two most powerful words are i am absolutely i couldn't agree more and i am puts you in a perpetual state of the present and it reprograms and as i said it's code for your biocomputer that says if you repeat this over time, I am happy, I am loved, right. I am confident, right? I am beautiful, I am amazing, I am, right? And I am drug-free, I am alcohol-free, whatever it is that you wanna achieve or receive into your life and you vibrate on that level and you repeat that night after night as being whatever it is that you're manifesting, you know, money, I am abundant, right? You know, I think about like um, in the Moses, Jesus, I mean, the Moses God story, he asked God, you know, what is your name? And and God replied, I am that I am. You know? mm. And it's just like really embodying the God within us when we claim I am, Love that I that. am presence is knowing into that godliness within us all that expands out and emanates in all life force energy love, you know? I love that. And I'm going to use that. Thank you for that. My because I, I think that is so key because, look, self-love is the closest thing to godliness, if not godliness, right? And they say that this thing, but no, self-love is one of the most important things that you should strive to above anything else. It really comes down to gratitude mm -hmm. and self-love, that's mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Everything else is secondary. And my mom, bless her soul, she is so sweet. And I had a discussion with her again last night and she's on hospice right now, but she is always, 
said to me, and she does this often, almost like a record player. She goes, son, are you happy? Are you healthy? And that's all she wants for her children, me and my brothers and sisters. And I think that's true for most parents is they want their children just to be happy. It's not be a billionaire. It's not to be a millionaire. It's to be healthy because without your health, you are poor as you know, poor as can be. Can't and I had, yeah. right, I had a client that was worth hundreds of millions of dollars that I was consulting and unfortunately he passed. But I will never forget this. I had talked to him on one of my sessions and he was on a beach with his yacht anchored and uh, many women and he was drinking and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. You know, you're having such a great life. And he says, no, he goes, James, I can't get past every time I drink water, it hurts so bad. I cannot focus on anything else but the pain because he had throat cancer. Oh, yeah, right? that's rough. And nothing mattered to him. I mean, nothing. And it's interesting because once you put that in perspective, it doesn't matter. That's why I'm a nutritionist and also a transformational coach, life coach, lifestyle coach. And um, the reason for that is because you need nutrition health right you need to be well first before you can achieve happiness and so i work on both of them because it's true you know mind body and spirit mm -hmm. there's a reason why they said that right mm -hmm. and it's so important so yes thank you for that so it's vibrating on all frequencies it's amazing things start to show up your life will change 100 percent. i'm so blessed to be able to spread this message and vibrate this out to yes. the world and thank yes. you for your platform Oh, my honor. Seriously, I, I love what you're doing. I'm, I feel like you're always evolving, and I'm mm. getting new information right. that's shared in it, and a new light for new people to hear and more people to grasp, and especially for more people to just have an experience with James and see what works for you because everybody's you know got their own personal spiritual curriculum they're working through and, and evolving, and, and um, I'm just so excited to bring you more new ideas so that you can try them on and see what fits. Um, I'm super happy to have had you again. We'll have you back again soon and have an amazing rest of your day.